guys, it's Jennifer with There's Pee in the Water, and we are back, and I have a lot of new and exciting things I want to share with you today. First things first, we have changed our record dates, and we are going to launch our episodes every Tuesday and Thursday for the time being, just to get some new content out there. We also wanted to discuss the fact that we have gone international, and which is amazing. Um, I've, I've said that previously before, but we've now hit other countries. I think before it was Germany, Costa Rica, and South Africa, but now we're also in Canada and Turkey, which is an amazing um, thing to hear. And the last thing that I wanted to do um, is introduce you. I have a new co-host, and his name is Josh, and he will be with me for today and here on out. So, Without further ado, here is Josh. Well, hello there, everybody. I am Josh. I'm going to be your new gay best friend, and I'm going to say what I got to say and say what needs to be said, baby. <laughs> I cannot wait. I think we're going to have a lot of great content between you and I. Um, just having a, a new perspective and different perspective as well is kind of fun and exciting. I agree 100%. So. Yeah, definitely. So today what I wanted to talk about is I wanted to talk about um, a recent interaction I had with a gentleman. Um, his, his name is irrelevant. I met him on Facebook dating. And oh. <laughs> yeah, Facebook dating. Okay. Yeah. Um, and he seemed like a great guy. We, we matched and we started chatting probably for about... A week and a half, two weeks. And um, you and I, we actually spoke about this not too long ago about how the different matches you get. And personally, when I first matched with him, I didn't know if he was going to be a match that would be would go anywhere. I was looking at his pictures and his pictures didn't just like totally catch my attention, but they didn't totally not catch my attention, if that makes sense. Yeah, fair. And um, one of the pictures, obviously, that didn't catch my attention was the fact that he has his name tattooed on him. <laughs> That's a little bit strange, if you ask me, but you yeah. do you. Yeah, so that was one thing that I did not like about him. But then I found out where the, the tattoo was at, and so it was kind of like, ha-ha, funny. Um, it's on his ass, if, if you must know. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Anyhow, so um, he and I, we've been chatting for about a week and a half and two weeks tops and at first when we first started chatting he um i kind of asked him i was like what is it you're looking for and he was like you know honestly i'm not really sure what i'm looking for he was like um i've i just recently got out of a divorce honestly not knowing what you're looking for is a major red flag for me and you know it is for me too but I was like, he he asked me, he was like, what are you looking for? And I was like, if we're going to be 100% honest, like, I have zero expectations on these dating sites. Of course. And so, and I, I actually came across a, what was it? Um, I, I follow different links on Instagram. And there was like one link that I follow, or one person I follow on Instagram. And they're just, it's, it's kind of like a male dating um podcast or whatever but it's it's more so for females to kind of understand things and to understand it from a male's perspective well yeah. did cool <laughs> yeah totally and so one of the things they said on there was you sh like you shouldn't date to have an end goal and i never thought of that that way and the reason being is because when you date to have an end goal you you take the fun out of it. And I mean, it, you set up too many expectations and yes, then you're just disappointed. Exactly. And so since then, I, ha 
I have an end goal, if we're going to be honest, but I don't date for an end goal, if that makes any sense. Fair, yeah, 100%. I want to know that we're on the same page and that we both are wanting either a relationship or we want a friendship out of this or if it's going to be a friends with benefits type thing. Um, it's not my, that's not my thing, but you know, if it is for some people and that's fine, no judgment here. So that was kind of like what I took away from that. Anyhow, so here I am chatting with this man. I asked him, I was like, what is it that you're looking for? And he was like, honestly, I don't know. Um, I just got divorced not too long ago. I honestly cannot remember when he said he got a divorce. He, I think he said it was like 2020 is when they, we split up. And their divorce may, I think I want to say last summer was their, their final. Yeah, their finality. Or, or for not final. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Whatever that, happens. Whatever, happens. that's a big word. Um. Anyhow, so... He said that their divorce, whatnot, and he was like, I really don't know what I want. And he was like, you know, I've kind of even explored Polly. He was like, I feel like I need a lot of attention. And I was like, I don't need a lot of attention. And I'm thinking Polly's not going to help you if you need a lot of attention. If anything, it's going to take it away from the tension. But that's just me. Yeah, he's just going to be really jealous at that point. Yeah, I totally agree. And so, anyhow, I did say, well, why don't we just go into this with, Let's see if we can change each other's mind. I was like, I would like a relationship and you don't know what you want. So let's just see if we can change each other's mind. And he was like, okay, cool. Now, mind you, if I'm chatting with you and where you are just on a friendship level, I don't feel like you're going to send me like text messages that are like, I'm so excited about meeting you or... I have told all of my friends about you. Well, I could disagree with that because, you know, there's people that I've chatted with that I'm like, you know, this is actually, there's something in here that I see, but I need to meet you. So I can't wait to meet you because then I'll be able to really tell, you know, like where this is going to go. So, so would you tell me that like you I wouldn't sit there and tell you multiple times that, oh, I can't wait to meet you. I can't wait to hang out with you. But you're not but... going to say I'm excited to meet you. And when I see you, I'm going to give you a kiss. I know. I would never go to like, um, let me make go with you. Exactly. No, and you're weird. not going to you're not going to say, well, he, he he so he lives a little farther from here. He lives about two hours. He, he's a two hour drive from him. And he was like, see, that's also a red flag for me. But OK. Well, and I mean, I was like, whatever. And he was like, well, can I stay the night with you? And I'm just thinking, if we're just friends and we're just seeing where this is going, is what's the point in staying the night with me? So he's really needing that attention. Okay. Yeah. And um, not just that, but he also was like, he was telling me, he was like, I've been telling people about you because I'm so excited about you. He's like, I haven't, I haven't matched with somebody in so long that makes me smile and makes me happy and excited about. So like when you say those kind of things, I'm automatically assuming that you are on the same page as me, that you have obviously, you obviously changed your mind about not knowing what you want to now you're like, okay, I kind of want to date this girl. But also, I kind of think it's weird that you're talking to your friends about somebody that you matched with. Like, I only talk about people I match with with my friends if they're, like, sitting right next to me when we match. And I'm like, ha, look at this. But I don't sit there and be like, oh, yeah, I matched with somebody and I think I want to go out on a date with them and tell all my friends about it. Yeah, no, I totally agree. And so that was what was kind of surprising to me that he did tell me. He's like, I've been telling people about you. He's like, have you told anybody about me? I'm like, no. He's like, really? And I was like, yeah, why would I? Because, I mean, let's be for real. Like, I can meet you and it not be a match in person. Yeah, of course. And, you know, I could run into you five days later and you, Josh would be like, hey, 
so how was so-and-so? And I'm like, who's that? And it's because I've already forgot who they were because life went on. It didn't work out. Yeah. Yeah. And so anyhow, he and I were chatting the other night and I was just, I don't even remember how the topic got brought up to be completely honest. Um, he was talking about how he had a friends with benefits type person in his life and how she just ghosted him. I think that's what brought it up because he was like, yeah. we talked about ghosting. I was like, well, I wouldn't ghost you. And he was like, yeah, you don't seem like the type to ghost me. I was like, no, I wouldn't. I was like, um, and he was like, and if you did ghost me, he's like, I would be a little concerned because you just don't seem like the kind of person to ghost me. And I was like, yeah, okay. He was like, my friends with benefits actually ghosted me. But and, okay, so another thing, ghosting, like what is ghosting to you? Because ghosting, people get like intimidated by the word and they think that ghosting is like just because you didn't text back in two days. I don't consider that ghosting. No, I think if I don't hear from you for like a week, then maybe. Then you I, consider I'm, yourself ghosted. Yeah, like I'm going to probably go check your social media and make sure there's no like thoughts and prayers, rest in peace. And if I see that that's not on there. Then I'm going to be like, oh, well, they found somebody else they want to talk to or life's gone on. They're like, okay, my my time with Jennifer has is, is, is ended. And I'm like, okay, that's cool. Okay, so I feel like this is an important little side rant for yeah. this topic that yeah. we're about to talk about. Yeah, totally. And so he was telling me that this girl, he he had a friends with benefit type thing and how she ghosted him. And he was like, I don't think he would ghost me. And I was like, no. And he was like, well, he's like, she ghosted me and... He go, oh, so I remember. I told him, I said, this is how, like, kind of why it got brought up. I said, there was this man that I was dating. I said, we had been dating each other for, I don't know, three or four weeks. And we had not slept together. Um, the only reason I'm telling you this side piece information is because we go to, to dinner one night, me and this gentleman. And we're sitting there having drinks at the bar. And he goes, cheers to being friends with benefits and seeing where it goes. I said, I'm sorry, what? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, no. Mind you, I had been seeing this man three to four times a week, talking to him daily. So in my mind, we're dating. Okay, so what's the difference between dating and friends with benefits? Well, I think the difference between dating and friends with benefits is, like, first of all, you have to establish what you are in the very beginning. You have to just know. You can't wait three to four week mark like this man did. Because I feel like I got sideswiped and it was just like way out of left field. But did you ever have the topic of a conversation with him where he was like, you're my girlfriend? No, I did not. Okay. But but I just assumed since he was spending so much time with me and talking to me so much that there was no other women. So and so you, that was my problem there. Do you consider dating like only talking to one person and focusing all of your energy on one person? Mm -hmm. Or does that change from dating into a relationship when you're just committed to like one person if you are having a monogamous relationship? I, I'm sorry, I lost track of what you just said. Like my mind just went in left field. I'm like, what did you just say? Okay, so dating. Can you date multiple people at once? What is oh. your perspective on that? Yes, most definitely. I mean, probably the best and the worst dating advice that Nick gave me, God bless his soul, was never put your eggs all in one basket. Okay, so where is the line between dating and in a relationship? I think eventually you establish what it is. And so I was in the wrong there. I was totally in the wrong. I mean, even when I went to Nick about this relationship, Nick was like, first of all, run. Second of all, you should, you, you, you made a, the rookie mistake of putting all your eggs in one basket. Yeah. 
And so anyhow, I told him, I said, you know, so I ended up dating this man for, I don't know, six months. We went on a trip together. Um, we did is after that night, we did establish some boundaries and some rules on what our relationship was going to be. I said, look, if you're dating anybody else, if you're talking to anybody else, if you're dating with anybody else, sleeping with anybody else, let me know because the moment you do, I'm out. And he was like, okay, no problem. So we established that. And the thing was, he didn't let me know when he, he, when that happened, like I had to find out in his trash can, finding other female products in there. And I was like, Ooh, Oh man, we love men. Yeah. So anyhow, so long story short, I'm telling, I'm telling this gentleman that I matched with about the situation. And I said, I just don't want to go down the path. Like I did with him. I said, I think he had great potential to be a really great friend, but we ruined it by doing whatever it is that we we ended up doing. So now your expectations are you want to know what is this relationship kind of upfront? You yes. want to know where you're going or if you're wasting your time or not. Exactly. Okay. Especially since I'm getting ready to go on a trip in like a week. And I have so much on my plate right now. Like I I don't have time to just stop Play everything. Games. Yeah, just stop everything and go make a new friend. And I know that sounds kind of shitty, but I don't. I, I mean, let's pay for real. Like, if it's just a friend, I'm like, okay, well, can I just meet you when I get back? But if it's somebody that, that they they see potential with me long term, I'd be like, okay, you know what? I'm going to put forth that, this effort to meet you and then see where this could potentially go and so on and so forth. Fair. And so anyhow, like, we're having this discussion and I asked him, I was like, so are we on the same page? And he was like, no, we're not on the same page. And I said, oh, okay. And so and this he t- happened all via phone call? Text? All via phone call. Okay. And he proceeds to tell me about this friends with benefits situation and how she got butt hurt because he was like, well, you know, he kind of used her as a, a, um, a reference, kind of was like, well, I can relate to that because this happened with this girl. And he tells me that um, she ghosted him. She disappeared. He's like, I didn't hear from her for like a week. I reached out to her. She didn't answer. He's like, I reached out to one of her friends. And her friends was like, she's busy. And then eventually I reached out to her mother three or four days ago. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. What did you just say? Reached out to the mother? To the mother. Okay. So was this really a friends with benefits? I don't know. And I said, you reached out to her mother when? He was like three to four days ago. And I was like, and we've been talking for a week and a half, two weeks. So why are you reaching and out to why mom? are you reaching out to your friends with benefits mother? Like, are you trying to have multiple friends with benefits? And you're just trying to put me on your roster because it's not going to happen, bro. But also like, why are you reaching out to their mother? Why are you reaching out to your friend with benefits mother? Exactly. That is that is weird. a major, major red line. Like it's a major red flag and it's a huge boundary you just totally crossed. So anyhow, this is what ended up happening. I was like, you know, I got to go to bed. And he's been calling. He had been calling me every morning at six o'clock to wake me up to make sure I was awake. Um, I had set my alarm and he would still call anyways, which I was totally fine with that. And I was like, he's like, well, what time are you getting up in the morning? I was like six o'clock. And he was like, do you want me to call you and wake you up? And I was like, no, it's okay. Because obviously at this point, I realized we're not on the same page. Why do I need my 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 potential friend to call me and wake me up? I don't ask you to wake, call me and wake me up, Josh. So why the, why the hell? I mean, would you like me to? I'll be more than happy to call and wake at, you up at every 6 morning. Oh, I will figure out an app that'll call my yeah that'll do it for me because i ain't waking up at 6 a.m i mean exactly um anyhow i love you but not 6 a.m love you (laughs) exactly and so we ended up um i was like look i don't i don't need you to call me and wake me up um it is what it is i'll I'll wake up 
And he was like, okay. He's like, well, can I still call you? And I was like, yeah, that's fine. So six o'clock rolls around. I wake up early. I woke up at 5.30. My allergies were killing me. I literally just felt like I had been hit by a Mack truck. It was like, first day of fall here. We're going to kill Jennifer today. And I'm like, thanks. Thanks a lot. And um, anyhow, so I go back to bed from 6 to 9.30 when I woke up. I had seven missed calls from this man. But between that 6 to 9.30, that's where I come into the picture. Yeah, go ahead. Add to it. At 8.05 a.m., I get a message on my Instagram. Keep in mind, I had no idea who this man is. Like, we've never spoken. We've never talked. Maybe Jennifer has mentioned me to him before. But I get a message at 8.05 a.m. And it says, hey, I'm Jennifer's friend. Guy with my name tattooed on my ass. I know she was up late last night, but she was supposed to get up at 6 and isn't answering her phone. I'm sure she's asleep, but I'm a little worried about her. Have you heard from her this morning? And keep in mind, it's 8 a.m. I'm still asleep. So when I woke up around 8.30, I said, just woke up, haven't heard from her. And he said, okay, let me know if you do, and, and I'll let you know if I hear from her. And then I just kind of ignored it. That was at 9.15, his last message. And then at 11.01, I get another message. Still nothing. Yeah, so I will add to that. So what happened is after that, at 11.05, I got a text message from him after you texted me to to say that you had gotten another message from him. Now, mind you guys, I had never met this man yet. And I just don't think it's appropriate if it was somebody I'd met maybe maybe big maybe because I just don't think that it's I don't know I have friends that I talk to every day that I have pen pals and I I sure as hell like if one of my pen pals disappeared I'm not going to be like reach out to anybody on their social media after not hearing from them for 10 hours even after a week, I, I but still... But, like, literally 10 hours. It, it was, was 10 hours. It was literally, like, 10 hours. Yeah. And I wouldn't do that. Um, I mean, I have a pen pal. I talk to him every day. He's We, we share memes. Super cool guy. I think he's... Um, I met him on a dating app. And, I mean, I enjoy talking to him. And I enjoy having him as a friend. And in, um, and in my corner, as a cheerleader, um, he helps me with a lot of stuff. But, yeah. If he were to go missing, I would be a little sad at first. I'd be like, well, what happened to him? Um, I'm like, there went my pen pal. I guess I'm going to have to find a new one. Um, but, but like, but after I would, 10 hours. But after 10 hours, I'd be like, okay, life happened. If, like, if, two like, days. D- day three, if I still hadn't heard from him, I'd probably send him like a text, like, hey, are you alive? Yeah. And then if like still nothing, like day five, that's when I would go to his social media, check out, make sure there's no thoughts and prayers, rest in peace. And then when I see that, that that's not happened and he's still alive and well i'd be like well he is just no longer wanting to be my pen pal and that's okay life happens and i mean you move on and you just keep on trucking um so anyhow homeboy this is so i'm going to read the text and just kind of go from there he sends me a text message at 1105 and he goes let me know you're okay so i respond back my allergies kept me up all night, so I slept till nine. And I'm just trying to get some work done at the moment. I'll call you after a bit. So I tried calling him. It, it took a couple hours to call him just because I, was, I wasn't I was on the same page with him anymore. 
And so I didn't know. But also, you don't owe this man anything. No, I don't. And so I finally, um, I text him. And let's see here. I, I, I called him. He didn't answer. Or he did answer. But he was busy and it was loud. And so I couldn't hear him. And I was like, look. And I, at like almost 2 o'clock in the afternoon, I texted him. I was like, look, I just took two Benadryl and I'm going back to bed. I'll call you or text you later. He's like, okay. I hope you feel better. Missed you today. And I'm just like, you missed me today? I've never even met you, sir. Like, what? Do you, what? where is your head at that you think? Because this to me sounds controlling. Well, I agree. And not only that, but it's just like the whole fact that he... I don't, I don't know, like the, the whole fact that he's like, I don't know what I want, but he's acting like he knows what he wants in, in these text messages. Yeah. Do you not agree? I agree. I feel like he's literally trying to control you and trying to like, he wants you and that's it. So I'm going to read these real quick and then you can tell, I forget I'm reading, you can tell me what you think. And so I ended up texting him at five o'clock yesterday afternoon. I woke up, ended up texting him. I said, I got to thinking um, after our conversation last night that we really aren't on the same page. I've enjoyed chatting with you, but I'm just not interested in meeting up at this moment. I have a lot going on. I would like to actually, actually discuss this tomorrow if you like, but right now I'm so sick that I can't even keep my head up. He's like, okay, I'll talk to you tomorrow. 621, I get a text message. I'm scared, Jennifer. And I was like, about what? He's like, I've hurting you. That's why I'm not on the same page as you. I said, you crossed a major line today, reaching out to Josh, looking for me. And, but I, I was like, but after our conversation last night, I knew that we weren't on the same page. It sounds like you went on, um, you want the benefits of a boyfriend, yet you don't want to make the commitment. He's like, sorry. I was just really worried and I didn't know what to do. It's, um, it's not the commitment. I said, well, you definitely don't reach out to my friends, family, et cetera. Even when my friend, um, even my friends I've known for many years wouldn't do that until maybe after a month of not hearing me from me. And he's like, well, my friends would do that. I said, it hadn't even been 10 hours since I talked to you. It's a major red flag to me. It shows a sense of control and insecurity. You crossed the boundary and that wasn't cool at all. And he's like, it wasn't a control or insecurity at all. I was genuinely worried about you. That's all. I'm a worrier. I said, again, it's a boundary you crossed that I'm not okay with. He said, okay, I honestly didn't know or I wouldn't have. I'm sorry. You should know as, as, as a 36 year old male, you should know as any 36 year old male, female, whatever, you should just know that's a boundary you do not cross, especially if we haven't met. I'm sorry. I agree. Yeah. And he goes, but I said, I said, well, but, get, but again, that's not just, I was like, it's not just that you are on the same page. You want a friend with benefits or poly or whatever, but I don't want any of that. And he was like, I don't want a friend with benefits. I told you, I don't care about, um, about that. I don't know what I want. What happens to maybe we can change each other's minds or you can never have too many friends or do you, do you just want me to stop talking to you? If so, I get it. I said, but just last night you said you didn't want today and I see where it goes. So you're contradicting yourself. And he was like, how, what, um, what was contradicting? I said, you just asked me what happened to maybe we can change each other's mind to you don't want today to see where it could go. I don't think you understand. I, um, you don't talk and text to someone to the extent that you have with me and proceed to tell me that you're excited to meet me and that you tell me, um, you like me and that you tell me that you're telling others about me and you haven't been this excited about someone in a long time. If you're just wanting to be friends, those are things that you do when you want to date someone. It's like you want benefits of dating without the commitment. He said, I don't think it's contradicting. He said, I don't know what I want and I don't know what, um, what to say. I said, it's totally contradictory. 
you don't act like um, relationship material when it's not what you want. I know what I want and I don't want a project to fix or help discover what they want. If friends is what you want, that's cool. But I don't have to talk to, I don't want, uh, I don't talk to any of my friends like I have been with you, nor do I talk to them daily, weekly at best sometimes. And he was like, I understand. I'm sorry. I crossed the line. Um, I crossed the boundary. We're just different when it comes to something like that. And I'm afraid of putting someone I care about in a shitty situation, which I thought that's, that was a weird thing to say. So this is what I said. I said, as long as you continue to act in the manner that you do um, with women you just want to be friends with, you will continue to have the same problems. You should look into taking a different approach than the one you have currently. Also, we don't know each other. So I don't know how you can care. And I put that in quotation about putting someone you don't know in a shitty situation you define as shitty when I don't even know what situation you're talking about. I suggest you work on trying to decide what it is that you want and take a different approach with women you want to be friends with. Seeing a woman two to three nights a week with, um, and talking and texting daily is not um, a friends with benefits. I was like, friends with benefit is someone you see once or twice a month and talk to on a very limited occasion. You know, I asked a lot of my male friends about that. And like it went back to the, it really depends on as long as you establish that boundary, you establish that connection, what it is, then you know at that point. And there was no establishment there. So in my assumption, it's like he's like trying for something. And he was like, um, he goes on and I was like, obviously, you know, we just have different definitions. And I finally ended up telling him, I said, um, I mean, he tells me he has a lot of, a lot of stuff going on in his life. And I don't think that he, he has time for a relationship in his life. Honestly, so what this is giving me is very much, he just got out of a divorce. I don't know how, or a marriage, he just got divorced. I don't know how long he was married for. So of course he doesn't know what he really wants right now. Cause I'm sure you don't want to jump right back into a relationship. Should I, I, There was one thing I need to add. We have just a few minutes left. I want to get this out really quick. One thing I want to add about that situation is he still wears his wedding band. He wears it on his right hand, but he says he uses it as a fidget thing. And I was, and just taps it on the, the table. And I said, well, buy, buy a new ring. I but said, also, yeah, that's very weird. Like, I said, you just go buy a ring, a cheap ring from Walmart and just wear that if you use it. Also, and he goes, he goes, well, I look down at it and it reminds me of the good times. Red flag, huge red flag. It shows to me that he's not ready to move on. It shows to me that he still wants to be in this relationship and he's holding on to that ring because he thinks he's going to be able to get back. But then it also gives me the fact that they divorced is because he was very controlling and homegirl couldn't go out with her friends without having to text this man and babysit him the entire time she was out, which all, this is all stuff that I'm thinking as you're like reading these text messages, because like, why nobody wants to sit there and babysit a grown ass man and make sure that he's okay so that he's confident in knowing that you're not doing anything you shouldn't be doing. Yeah. So, I mean, basically what I, I plan on talking to him. Um, I have not called him yet, but I, what I plan on telling him is saying, hey, look, I think you have potential to be, to be a friend, but I'm in no hurry to meet you. I'm not really sure where, you know, this is going to go, whatnot. Well, actually, I know where it's going to go. It's just going to go as a friendship. But I'm going to tell him, I'm like, I think you, you, obviously, you have some issues you need to work on. And before you decide to 
get into a friends with benefits situation or even date, you need to work on those because I'm, I know what I want. But if you're looking for a friends with benefits, that needs to be no strings attached. I agree. Like we cannot have our emotions developed in this friends with benefits because then we're more than friends with benefits and then somebody's going to get hurt. And I sure as hell know it ain't going to be me. Yeah. And so I think that the, the whole reason why I'm telling you all this is because I think that that it is important from the start to kind of, it goes back to what we said. It's very important to discuss what your boundaries are up front and what you want up front so we can you can make a label because and if, if those change at any given time during the the course of the relationship then obviously let the other person know but it has to there it has to be there from the very beginning in any kind of relationship husband wife um dating communication you know, is yeah communicate yes so i think that that is very very important would you not agree i would agree but i feel like both of you could have played this situation a little bit better oh i totally agree i mean i'm but, not going to sit here and like t- say it's all his fault because it's yeah, my no, fa- it's, yeah. it was just as much my fault as his i agree so but we are just about out of time um I, we would love to um, hear you guys' stories. If you want to, you can reach out to me at there's pee in the water at gmail.com. We are also on Instagram and on TikTok. And I forgot to add that Josh will be taking all of those accounts. And since he is way more social media savvy than I am. So um, I'm excited to see those um, up and running soon. But for now, that is a wrap. And thanks for tuning in. Thank you. Bye.